Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's uh, it's a good day. It's a good day. Um, I uh, it's my birthday. I'm turning. I, I'm very proud of the way I look for my age and how I've aged. I'm turning 88. <laughs> wow, art. it's a big one. 88. Yeah, it's a big one. Well, it's fun to have the double digits, right? 88. Right. Mm-hmm. So. They call that something. Uh, it's a, a lie, know. I think. That's it's what they, if I had to, yeah. I'm pretty sure 88, a lie. Yeah. Okay. But uh, it's a good day. That's why I had to go all blue, emphasize my blue eyes. You know, I'm, I'm going to dive in because when you start to fall apart physically in other ways, you just grab on what you have. So uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. As always with me to celebrate today and this show is Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer. Happy birthday to my Sean. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. This is my sign. Yeah. This is my Sean. <laughs> this is my hug to you. Can you feel it? Thank you. A virtual hug. Well, the people yeah. who are listening to this on podcast are confused on what I just did. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. And uh, Mr. Funtabulous, Jeff Graham. So lucky. We're not sure if we were going to have you. Well, you know, this is a highlight of my week. And Sean, I got you something as well. It's this coffee cup. Happy birthday. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I planned it and I didn't just grab it out of the side of my frame as a gift to you. So wait, Jeff, can you just go over some of the images on the coffee cup and why specifically... So um, this is a photo of Sean. This is uh, Sean and I eating. Oh, Uh, right. Yeah, this is the cake for your birthday. Oh, yeah, that um, makes sense. Um, This is, there's rocks. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, With the purple hat? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. I can see it now. Yeah. I I remember that day at that cafe. It was Yes. You know what? Actually, though, we did have a great writer's meeting about something Sean wrote at a cafe and I have a great memory of that. And that's what this is. Happy birthday. Oh, there you go. There you go. Thank you yes. so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, today, listen, we are uh, not celebrating together because we are in the midst of quarantine. I know these are evergreen shows, but this is a time that works for when you don't have a lot going on and you're not getting out or during quarantine. And it's really about what you can be doing proactively when you can't do class. We uh, we had something kind of similar to this about uh, what you can do when you don't have classes around you, but this is a little different, a little more specific with, you know, when you are definitely hindered 100%, what can you be doing? Being proactive, uh, a, a friend of uh, my girlfriend's dad 
said, you know, this is a time where you either adapt or die. And that's a little harsh way of putting it, but what can you do to pivot to really maximize this time? You know, it's not what happens to us, it's how we respond. So this is, you know, I want to be an actor. You know, you don't want to just shut down any progress. It's like, you know, now you might have to work out from home and now you might have to uh, use, you know, buy some weights or a resistance band or something, do stuff from home instead of going to the gym. It's the same kind of thing. This is, we're giving you tips to exercise your acting muscles while at home. So that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be doing that. And then uh, if time permits, we're going to be hitting uh, a stories from the set that I've never talked about in my time on soap operas. Wow. I saw that you did that TikTok this week. Yeah. of the soaps that you had been on. I yeah. thought that was pretty freaking hysterical. Yeah, um, yeah. I was trying to figure out a way to do it. And there's a tag at the end of this button where it says, you say, you know, I I don't belong here type of thing. <laughs> and it made me feel like, what am I doing here? But, you know, it was, it, funny. It was yeah, it was a blast. So Sean, it's interesting as you talk about actors surviving, I know we're gonna be getting into it some, but one really interesting point Roxy, you can probably relate to this. And I've got a friend who is saying, if, you, if you're if you an LA-based actor and you can ride this out, a lot of your competition and group may bail. You yeah. know, all of a sudden, all like the people you are auditioning against, those rooms might feel smaller and smaller when the industry opens back up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Keep so it, that's a good... If you can tread water, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, before we do that, we're going to get into my week. And I think, uh, you know, obviously my birthday will be a festive Sean's week, obviously, because the week is quite festive for me. So whatever that means to you. Okay. On three, one, two, three. Sean's Sean's week. week. (laughs) I love, it's always, it's always fun. It was so good. (laughs) Super festive. Super festive. We're sticking with our day jobs. Uh, (laughs) This week, uh, very exciting. All our episodes, you know, 99% of our episodes locked down for this, uh, the web show that my sketch class is creating. Roxy, again, is part of that and loving it and they're loving her. Uh, how are you feeling about the way it's going, Rox? I'm really excited for what we're doing on Thursday. And I think mm-hmm. that um, I think that that's going to be, can I share what we're doing, Sean? Absolutely. We're doing a full table read of what we're what we're doing so there's a lot of different moving parts of what we're doing and we're putting it all together into one big table read and i think that it's going to make such a cohesive awesome product um and we're also getting notes on that uh yes. so i don't know if i can share our, too much yeah oh yeah from our old friend and a friend of the show doug van beber who uh uh is a great co-writer of mine as well as writer in general and he's been on our show when we did that when we did that write that sketch within the hour that was so fun the DM yeah that was sketch. awesome um and uh he will you know give some because we haven't really had fresh ears and when you're in a group and you're kind of insulated it, it's nice to get some fresh eyes and ears on it so definitely be- agreed agreed um yeah I'm very excited about it and i just kind of pushed my comfort zone and I just got and I'm, I, I 
definitely want to have him on the show. I've spoken about him before. My friend Harley Wallen in Michigan is doing an independent television show. And he offered me a couple of days work in July. So I will be getting on a plane and shooting something in Michigan. Wow. In July, first time to he's uh, being very conscientious. He's um, he studies virology and things like that a lot. So it was interesting though, these new times, he said, read the scene, it's really great. Uh, I talked to my friend who's kind of a virology person and she said, listen, your makeup needs to be yours and yours only. I uh, can't use anybody's makeup because you're putting stuff in near your eyes and your mouth. You can't have anybody else's makeup. Um, Sean, rewinding for a second, what is an independent TV show? Uh, it's a good question. My Gary and him are actually talking today. Gary, my manager from last week, they're closing kind of the deal. And I well, he's still your manager. He just was on yeah. the show last week. Yes, he was on the show last week. But he's saying uh, he's finalizing the deal. And I said to him, you know, I didn't really know how. I think he's either shooting the whole series and then trying to sell it, or he's got a platform already, which I'm not really sure about. That's one of the questions Gary will ask. Um, but he, I'm in a flashback scene and what was really interesting was I read the scene, uh, you know, and you're now you're reading things differently. You know, am I near somebody? Am I this? Am I that? You know, and then the last couple minutes of the scene, I'm wrestling on the ground with somebody with a gun, like on top of each other, yelling in each other's face. And, you know, I had to call him up and say, that's. I need to talk about that. That's mm. close. That's spittle. and what did he say? Totally understood. Said I just need that tension, but I have to be creative because he's looking at his script that he wrote and he's got love scenes. You know, wow. intimate kissing, and he has to figure out how to make that work. So he said, "I'm gonna. Don't worry. I'm gonna rewrite that, and I'm gonna make it safe for you." Um, to, and what about for is are most of the people flying in? And once you fly in, local, is there any cushion? Most are local. Most are local. Mm. So, uh, but I talked to like my germ friend who she's gave me all the tips what to do for the hotel and the flight and things like that. And you know, I'm obviously if there's a surge or anything that shuts down, it shuts down. But uh, I, I said so to my girlfriend and said, "Man, Sheena," I said, "I'm a little nervous about going." She goes. That's why you got to do it. So I was, <laughs> was right. You know, I, I think I got to push that and see, you know, figure it out for myself. And because I know Harley really well, he will not be shook if I turned him and go, I, this does not make me comfortable. You know what I mean? We know each other yeah. well enough and he respects me well enough because this thing is making me uncomfortable. This is this, but it's in July. So it's a couple more months. So hopefully we'll have more knowledge and tools by then. So I, I'm going to go for it and give it a shot. You know, wow. the planes are, I, I really studied the planes. I really studied the hotels. You know, I feel like I'm doing this as safe as possible. The only difference is a two day job with travel turns into a six, seven day job. Because when I get back, I have to quarantine for my family for a few yeah. days at least, you know. And so, where do you do that? Just in my other end of the apartment. Yeah. I'm okay. going to do that to make sure because because now now saying you really show stuff in three to five days, even though they say officially 14, but three to five days, you really see most 90 percent, you know, mm -hmm. so 
Now, yeah. Sean, did you have to weigh like the cost of losing work while you quarantined after this shoot? Well, right now with the way just... things going with the things I'm doing. Well, no, it's interesting because I'm yeah. not making that much more money going and doing it. Right. You know I mean? But I just feel for me, uh, it's probably a good idea. You know, it's probably a good yeah. idea in the long run, but you know, also being very safe. And I, I told him I need a few days to talk to my girlfriend who's immunocompromised, talk to a doctor, talk to my virologist, talk to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And really say, okay, this is what I got to do to feel okay. You know? I, I had a similar situation take place this week, actually, Sean. What's that? Um, where I, I was called, do you guys remember um, the Muse movie that I was in was written yeah. by yeah. The, my a friend of mine now, Dominic Burns, who has written another movie that I'm supposed to be starring in that was supposed to shoot early this year in England, um, okay. which didn't like March. So obviously it didn't end up taking place. And he called me this week and said, how would you feel about moving production forward um, end of July, early August? We would fly okay. you to England. You would quarantine for two weeks. And then we would do, and everybody has to quarantine for two weeks prior who's flown in. And then we shoot for three weeks with no contact with anybody else who isn't on set. Right. And, I've, and I've been thinking about it because yeah. for me, it's it's got to be a no brainer. I've got to find a way to make it work because if that's what they have to do, that's what they have to do. And we'll see if it takes place. But John, I went through all the same things in my head. Like if something happens here and I fly back, but then I can't be helpful or it, it's just interesting yeah. if these indie productions are moving forward, which they have to do. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to gauge what you, what you should do and what is being too cautious and what is being safe. And yeah, uh, yeah it's just challenging. I, I no, and it's finding. interesting. Even, you know, even though I'm not flying internationally, I mean, I know we're not quarantining for two weeks when I go to Michigan, but I also know that where he is and what, you know, you have to go literally town to town. I know yeah. my town and my town's doing really well. And I know his town and I know his town's doing really well. Do you know what I mean? So yes. even just that, knowing where you're going and stuff like that, wow, that makes you feel okay. But if you go, you're going to like, if someone said New York, then that no, that would be a different thing. You know? Sean, trying to gauge how long do you feel right now? What are you hearing? Are you still thinking end of summer where productions are going to be picking up more I'm regularly? End of summer, end of August, September, or August, September, even some late July is what I'm hearing. Well, it's I don't know if you heard, sorry to interrupt, but did you hear about Tyler Perry? I did not. No, what happened so, with Tyler Perry? So Sistas and The Oval, which are kind of like the foundational shows of BET right now, both scripted, both filming in Tyler Perry's new, basically, city of sound stages in Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. They're going back into production in early July. Like, I think right after the 4th. And the whole team, crew are going to quarantine on the lot. I think there's, like, housing. Um, and then they're, gonna, they're hoping to knock out full seasons. I think they're doing 22, which is crazy, in, like, a month. Wow. For both shows. Wow. Putting it in there, huh? It's smart though, because you'll be one of the only scripted shows on, you know, it's like right now, if you can figure out how to make it work, what a time. That's why like, I think of you and Sean rocks. I think of both of you guys taking opportunities to shoot because not only is it a great chance for you to be on set, but like kind of to cut through the noise. Right. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, you know, I, uh, you, you you have no idea how long this is going to last. And uh, as Harley said, wisely, he said, listen, 
from all his studying he's done, he's trying to get this stuff done before a second wave comes in October, November, December, you know? And that's, it's all people talking about the second wave. Mm -mm, Not ready to hear about it yet. Don't want to hear about the second wave, but but it's a, it's an educated guess. I know. Understand what he's saying. (laughs) You know what I mean? Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So that's the acting. And then uh, my TikToks, I finally sent in my official email to them to see if I can get verified. I guess I told you, you got to do that. Well, there was one, I didn't have the email or whatever. And I was doing the Instagram thing for over and over and that didn't really work. But then a guy who I know really well gave me the direct kind of thing. And so hopefully that's going to work. I think so. You've got a huge following there. Yeah, it's 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 it would be weird if I didn't, but uh, we'll see. You never know. It's a new, it's a wild west out there. Um, but we love to hear from you guys and uh, on all our social media, and obviously this show. And uh, Roxy, how can they participate? Yeah, absolutely, Sean. Like you just said, we love hearing from them. And right now during this time, we especially want to know what things are you struggling with. Sean and I just talked a little bit about problems that have come our way but if you write us questions if you ask us things we are going to respond to it so in the comments whether you're on apple Podcasts or spotify or youtube write to us let us know what you're thinking if you love an episode if you want us to talk more about something then that's a great place to do so and also thumbs up five star wherever you are that really helps the show it helps other people be able to find us Uh, and i do read i know we all do all of the comments and speaking of which i did want to give a shout out i don't know if you know who this is sean but on the episode uh, with your acting teacher, Debbie, <laughs> there was a comment from David Horowitz. And David Horowitz said, great interview. And the stories are all true. We did have an amazing high school experience. Yep. But most importantly, the interview is very insightful. So yep. I like that comment. Uh, was yeah. David a, a high school classmate? Yep. Yes, That's he was. awesome. That's yes, great. Love to hear cool. that. Yeah, so keep those comments cool. going. We'll read them every single week. And again, yep. I'm checking all the different platforms, especially Apple Podcast and YouTube to see what you guys are commenting. Well, it's funny. My brother finally stumbled across this show because I don't sit there and brag to my family about it or push it too much. And he just said, I was so blown away. You, Roxy, Jeff, they're so professional. I had no idea you could do that. And I said, I couldn't. If it wasn't for Roxy and Jeff. I had no idea what I was doing. They mentored me and taught me. And uh, so he just was gushing at our family Zoom thing to my brother. Saying how great he thought it was. And that was really humbling and, and really nice. So I'm glad. That makes me so happy, Sean. Yeah. You are well, let's dive in. There's a, a kind of a biggish list. We'll try to hit it all. Um, first thing you could be doing. So we're going over things you should be doing. So during help. quarantine because this is quarantine. a show that you might have found after we're gonna yep. you're gonna be at different levels but if you for some reason are in your own quarantine in the future yeah, or right it. now during this covid crisis yep. these are yep. all different things you can be doing to enhance your career as an actor exactly so first thing you can be doing is working on some uh working on some self-tapes working on some self-tapes find a really good a uh um find a really Good camera. Now, first of all, listen to our uh, episode about self-tapes. Find some good material. 
that you work with. Uh, we did talked about how to do a self tape and then we did my self tape. There's two episodes and have a goal in mind. I want to show managers and agents that I can be comedic. Let's say you're a very attractive young woman and they think, Oh, just CW and dramatic CW and that's it. But you're funny. So you want to show that you're funnier or that you've always done comedy and you want to go the other way and show that you do drama like kind of I did to show, to kind of break the mold, figure out what you want to do, get a, you know, you have plenty of time to write something, shoot something. That's what I did. Or you could find really good material that really works. Try not to make them too long under a couple minutes at most and try to you know find some value gary told an amazing story last week about a self-tape that you know propelled a young woman to a huge agent and a lot of opportunities so that's something you absolutely could and should be doing sean i know that your self-tape specifically went to casting directors because that's the place you are in your career right now where your representation can send that out but for people who maybe don't have that should they be self-taping so that they can look at their own material and see how they're doing? Should they be self-taping to put it out on social media to get feedback from their peers? Should they be self-taping and using that to try to find representation or kind of all of the above? Honestly, build a arsenal of good material. That's what I would do it for. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of putting self-tapes on social media. I might, you know, the one I did, I might do as, because I might do just a series of showing how I set up a thing and showing what I do it but I'm not expecting a lot of views from that, you know, but I've had, I've had actor friends uh, or students put them out and then they got people saying like, Oh, you're not doing anything. And I was like, dude, this is not for public consumption. This is you and I in a class working on something, but get it good and just bank it. So as Gary said last week, when you're ready and you feel good and you're ready to do representation, if you don't have tape, you can send that you know, instead. So it's kind of all of the above except minus social media, I would say. I, I wouldn't look for that validation there. I, you could send it to, you know, a small group of people or a private social media account, but I wouldn't, you know, who needs, you know, the guy, Doug me told me a story about uh, a girl who did that in some lot, big, long, critical thing. And it was literally a teenager in Wisconsin who wasn't even in the business. So, you know. Right poor girl felt devastated. It's like, okay, you know, so, uh, all, all of those things, but mainly just as bank good stuff that you could say, well, you can't really do comedy. Oh yes, I can. Let me send you this yeah, you know, yeah. just to have right. a nice thing. Uh, you can look up representation. Gary talked about it on our episode last week, uh, going through, coming through IMDb pro, spend the money, get IMDb pro, Look at agents. You can pay monthly, which is what I do. So it's really, if you pay monthly, it's totally manageable. I think that it's like $11 a month or something like that, maybe up to 15, but it's it's definitely manageable. You can just look at representation. Uh, If you're newer, you know, where they are, if you're a little further along, if you want to make a leap or make someone who fits a little more, just start studying them, not necessarily reaching out to them at this time. You know, Gary said that he's still looking, but when I asked him advice a couple of weeks ago, should a student wanted to start looking, he said, this is not the good time. And as we, you know, Gary is kind of his own person. He would still look right now, but I don't think the majority of people, he said in general, I wouldn't right now, but if you're getting your 
research done when this is over and people are starting to look, you're ready to hit the ground running. And Sean, do you think it's better to find a rep that has similar types to you or does not have your type? Uh, it depends. Some, uh, you can, you, what you would do is bank both. You know what I mean? You would, mm-hmm. you would, don't know unless you have a conversation with them. And you, so if you see a lot of your types, not types in general, like for me, my first agent had character actors, mm. but not a lot that looked just like me. You right. Know I mean? So that worked. And then... Um, and so, Sean, would you suggest maybe going to uh, watching TV, finding somebody that you think is like a character actor, and then looking up on IMDb who their rep is, and then sure. putting their information to the side so when we're out of this crisis moment, you can reach out to them yeah, with your absolutely. materials. Absolutely. And, and if this, listen, if it's all like young, you know, models and young model guys and you're a, you know, over 30 character actor, it probably wouldn't be a fit, but you never know if you say, but you know what? I really like what the people say and the, and the projects they've done. Maybe they are looking to expand. You never know. I wouldn't make that the top tier, but you never know. But also someone- your gut when you read stuff. I was just going to say someone in the kind of young model category, I get it, you know? And, um, yeah. Jeff, your skin is looking flawless right now. I I think it's it's the lighting. Mm, Young model. (laughs) Uh, you know, um, Sean, what I was going to say is in terms of just jumping back quickly to self tapes and real stuff, how do you feel about like trying to shoot a little scene on your lawn? Like, uh, like pretending you're at like a, college party and you're like drunk on the grass or something i don't know like do you think on an iphone it makes sense to try to shoot little scenes you mean as opposed uh, to uh using a backdrop so that yeah. it's unusable and you know it's a self-tape just trying yeah. to shoot yourself like a monologue somewhere sure yeah. yeah i mean if you you could absolutely do a scene like that you know yes on your lawn but not glaring bad light as long as it looks okay for sure mm-hmm. you could do that and then listen it might emerge into a really nice short film that you can submit digitally to film festivals. You know, you never know. But absolutely, as long as uh, my friend, uh, Emilio uh, Alcaraz, who uh, was my assistant for a while, and now he's off producing a big movie, uh, he shot something and he did it remotely by having three different actors film their own stuff, but he gave them ideas, pieced it together into a nice little PSA. And uh, yeah, so that's absolutely a possibility. It just, again, you know, our standards of quality and, and something that's got a beginning, middle and end tight. Sure, there's, there's no downside. Plus you could just post it on YouTube, you know? Okay. And then if you get a good response or you really like it and say, oh, this opens up a lot of possibilities, then you could have stumbled into your own web series, you know? Cool. You never know. So absolutely, there's, I don't think anything's off the table right now. Any proactive creativity is the key. Proactive creativity. Um, simply, if you're not feeling that energetic and we're all in our pajama, you know, blankets over our heads uh, mode and, and that's tough for you right now, watch movies. Go through a list and say, I don't know. I've, you know, I've said it before, 100 Top films, AFI, right? Great place to start. But I always say, if not, pick a director, pick an actor, 
you know, I really don't know Daniel Day-Lewis beyond Lincoln. All right, so go back, go back and pick some. Or Meryl Streep, 70s Meryl Streep, 80s Meryl Streep, 90s Meryl Streep. You know what I mean? Like go through it and find an actor that you really like. I did this with one of my students and he said Ryan Gosling, you know? And he never saw any of his kind of serious dramatic work. And I said, well, he's got some killer independent work um, that is really important to see, you know? I mean, you can do anything you want or just say, I want to study a genre because I feel like I would be really good in a mob movie, then look at a mob movie. Or I really feel like I'd be great at horror. Look at really good, successful horror movies or, you know, types of genre. And you might go, wait a minute, I don't want to be in a slasher type horror movie. I want to be in a creepy type horror movie. You know, do your research. There's plenty to see. And then obviously that goes right along with, not just movies, but television shows as well. High quality television shows. My girlfriend has never seen Sopranos. And I was like, it's been a long time. I could go back and do that again with her. Are you doing it? Uh, we haven't really, we've got a, we're going through our list right now. You've got to do it. Reason we're in, well, right now we're into uh, interesting documentaries, which is fine. But I just showed her Citizen Ruth, which is Alexander, mm. Alexander Payne's first movie. One of my, you know, that was my benchmark for him. And, you know, Sideways came close, but I still love that movie. It's, wow, hot take. Yeah. I'm a Nebraska guy, Sean. Oh, really? We'll That's have to discuss that one day. We'll have to discuss it. Because um, I, I liked it, didn't love it. If you all need um, a list of great movie references, we did an episode about yeah. all the essential like references that you need to know to be a good actor on a film set. So go check out that in our catalog. That could be a good guide for you. Yeah. It's, watch stuff there were some plays in there to read as well yeah yeah and and that's another thing read books read plays listen to audiobooks i as you guys all know i've been devouring um i'm listening to eric idol's autobiography right now i had done john cleese's earlier um actors biographies even musicians biographies uh, you know get artists their journey they're all pretty similar guess what they didn't like going to school. <laughs> they didn't like high school. They didn't like the grades. They couldn't wait to get Doesn't out. Doesn't that make you feel better sometimes, though, to know you're in a class of the greats if you're somebody yeah. who, well, you liked school. but I loved school. But if I didn't. I was honestly saying to someone today that uh, I absolutely would have been miserable during quarantine because my whole life was theater and friends. Mm-hmm. So it would have been really hard for me too, because a lot of kids are struggling with this and it's so understandable, you know. They don't get this time back, it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. But uh, that is absolutely something you can do. Read and devour, you know, a lot of, we've talked about books and things like that, Um, uh, real life drama and things like that. So uh, definitely books you can read and audio books. Um, remember I did an episode on observation. Now, here's an interesting thing. How do you observe when there's not a lot of people around, right? Well, number one, grocery store, right? Walking down the street to go get some food. You know, you can do that, but- It's an interesting time to do that, Sean, because like you're observing how people are inter- I mean, obviously don't stop and stand at a grocery store for hours (laughs) to observe, but like you're seeing- 
how people interact when they're scared. When somebody drops something at a grocery store, what do people do during this time? Um, what's your natural instinct versus like, how are you actually acting right now? Uh, and, when you can't communicate go, oh, with your like, mouth, how do you, right. how are people mm -hmm. communicating? So All about the eyes. Yeah. It's great, get, a crazy time to observe. Now, one of my students, uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa, who is uh, doing a great job, she said it was kind of hard uh, for her. So what she did was just do uh, YouTube videos of just people watching videos like at a park and just normal people walking around a park. And so she just turned off the sound and her homework has been to do some observations and she's doing some just from YouTube videos, seeing a couple and them, you know, maybe fighting or something like that and try to listen to my uh, podcast about observation, but you want to find out how they're interacting with each other. What are they doing and how do you surmise how they're feeling based specifically on how they're moving, talking, interacting with each other how does that make you feel and can you imagine some sort of backstory for them and why they're there using your imagination all those things these are all proactive things you can absolutely do even though we're not seeing a lot of people out there too um another thing you can do is up your social media game that's mm -hmm. what i'm doing i'm doing that on tiktok it's a brand new medium i'm trying that out and uh you know, seeing if it works for me and seeing if I can get some followers, seeing if I can interact with more fans, reach a new audience. I think that TikTok is such a great platform during this time because it forces you to be creative and it also prompts you with different ideas and songs that are trending. But also I think that Twitter, this is a really good time to get uh, behind because Twitter is all about how you're feeling, what your thoughts are, quick jokes. And if you can't, if during this time you can't handle what's happening, which none of us can, I don't know anybody who can handle what's right. happening right now. It's a great platform to uh, try to joke around, bring some levity, uh, insight, inspiration, things like that there. I, I will say I find Instagram to be a more challenging platform during this time. Right. Yeah. A lot of it is like, here I am on my couch. Yep. Here I am on a walk and here yeah. I am in bed. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you can find ways to be creative on Instagram, that's cool too. Yep. Totally. Uh, and then lastly, I would say, you know, take care of yourself, take care of yourself, get in shape. You know, is this the time that you said, you know what, I want to gain that weight. I want to lose that weight. I want to change my appearance in this way uh, to really fix my brand. You know, the work, do I, is this the time, like I'm growing a beard right now and I'm going to be doing a goatee, which Literally, my girlfriend, my daughters can't stand her goatees, but I'm doing it for our web show. And maybe you're thinking, hey, this is the time too, because I can't get a haircut. I've been always thinking, what would I look like if I had a shaved head, you know, and went the uh, route of Brian Cranston at the end of, uh, what am I, why am I blanking on the show? You know, Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. I, I let you sit too long on that one, sorry. Yeah. But my point is, my point is, you know, I almost did. I literally turned to my girlfriend and said, I think I might shave my head just to see because I've been thinking about it for a while. And she was like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> so, well, you still got to make your loved ones happy. So exactly. if, if you're going to do the goatee, hold uh, off on the hair. Get in shape, play with your look, try different looks because no one's going to see you right now. So practice mm -hmm. and, and try to work on your image maybe and see if that, say, hey, if I did 
gained that extra muscle weight and did that weird mustache or mutton chops or whatever, I wonder what that would look like. This is the time you have time to do it and look at it. And if you don't like it, then, you know, shave it off, but take care of yourself. And so be ready. So when things do happen, you know, you're ready to jump on board, just like, you know, I'm going to be doing in Michigan. I have to figure out what it's like to be on a plane again. You know, that's going to be strange for me, you know, especially when you're in your house for so long to bust out and go do something normal. For me, it was, we were getting our cat's nails trimmed. And when it was the first day I felt, oh, I just, they've been hating their nails so much. They they get stuck on everything. There were two of their claws. And so got them trimmed. And it was just like, it's starting to feel a little bit normal. So, you know, be ready for when normalcy comes. Uh, get yourself in mm. shape and take care of yourself. So my stories from the set is like we need a drum roll or something yeah bold and the beautiful bold and the beautiful it was a great story i went in and read for a quirky lab assistant um the woman on the show ashley jones who i was doing all my scenes with uh, oh i had so there was some i was coming back from a trip so the audition was on a monday and i said listen i really can't come in till tuesday it's, it was too hard to come back I was with my kids and and far away and they said, okay, they'll let you come in Tuesday. And she fought for me, Ashley Jones, fought for me to be on this show. And because of her and how much she pushed on there, I got to be in the show. And I was a quirky lab assistant. And I had 25 pages of dialogue. And they only had an hour remaining in the day of shooting. And so I thought, well, 25 pages. Yeah. And I said, okay, but obviously if we go over, he said, we take a dinner break, then we take our dinner break at five. And I said, oh, so then we come back at six. six, If I don't make it, he goes, oh, there's no coming back. And it's kind of like, it's kind of your audition as the recurring role. Either you nail it and you come back more or you don't. And they will find a way to, say a new lab assistant that says yeah that guy quit i mean soap operas are like you know yeah that guy got that job in cincinnati and then you know and then they just deal with that you and man i gotta tell you i was quite nervous and i had a lot of expositiony stuff but i worked on it really really hard and it is kind of weird sometimes i've been so nervous before thing but the calmness comes when i'm in front of the camera doing it as opposed to the other way around, you know? Because you're a pro. And, I, and you're prepped. Yeah, I guess so. It's doing the work. Because the nervousness... I think it would be, you'd be ner- more nervous in front of the camera if you weren't ready. Right. And the nervousness forces you to be more prepped because you're like, I don't want to screw up. I don't want to screw up. And man, I nailed all that dialogue and was out 20 minutes early. We got done in 40 minutes. 25 pages? Well, first of all, I will, you know, soap opera things aren't like movie scripts or one hour. They, they are a little bigger. You know what I mean? So maybe in still, the- Sean, even if that's a line, a page. Still. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, you know, inner, I had paragraphs and things. Well, plus, uh, if you're a lab assistant, was it a lot of like technical jargon? There's a few technical jargony things. But the other thing is they just don't, they, it's up to you on a soap opera. And I was saying this the other night in our sketch class, it's, they just need you to get the information out. 
Yeah. If you want to be good. It's up to you. You know, it's up to you to actually be proactive and put in the work because you Are get they a little more lenient with uh, ad libbing a little bit, a little bit, as long as you hit the main points. But yeah. I'll tell you, if you get close and you go, you know what, that was kind of a warm up. I'd like to do another one. They're like, Nope, moving on. We got it. We got what we needed. Literally the story. So uh, I did so well. And the funny part of it, and please don't, you know, people go, oh, that's so sad. I, this isn't a sad story. To me, I, I like self-deprecating humor, but I, I did well. They kept bringing me back. And Ashley was like, oh, I think people are loving our relationship. She goes, you've got to go on the group chats and see <laughs> and see what people are saying. Well, it's these older women who love the show and they're like, he's ugly. Could you imagine him taking off his shirt? We want Antonio Sabato Jr. We want a hot guy to take his shirt off. Ew, please don't like, you know, kiss him and stuff like that. And I went to Ashley and go, why would you tell me to read that? She's like, oh, no, I had no idea. And I was just like, but it made me laugh so hard because the people who were criticizing me had literally posted on that thing like, 2,500 times in the last six months. So, <laughs> That's you know, you kind of go, all eh, right. You know. Oh <laughs> my God, Sean. But it was, it was funny. And, you know, Ashley was a big shout out to her. She was so proactive and pitched storylines and we pitched storylines for us. And, you know, they went as long as they could, but there's only so long that the women who watch these show want to see the quirky guy. They, they want to get back to our shirtless hotties. So <laughs> <laughs> love that. But I did it for, you know, I did two years at one time, took a couple of years off and they brought me back for another couple of years. So oh. really cool. Yeah. It was very cool. You, Sean. Very interesting. So, uh, listen, uh, you two have been so amazing in this last year to celebrate a birthday with you two is a great day. Uh, you know how much I admire you. And this just goes to show you, it's exciting to realize that you never know who you're going to meet and when, you know? And so I'm not stuck with a small group of friends that I, I've expanded my friends in the last couple of years. And obviously you guys are part of that. So oh. happy birthday, Sean. Jeff, hold right. up your uh, gift. I know. Well, and Sean, I, I know you know this, but we feel the same way. It's yeah. like such... You know, as a producer, you like all the shows you produce, but you love a small number. And like, it's, this is always a highlight of my week. And um, you're just such a, not only a wealth of knowledge and so valuable, but you're just such a great person. And the audience all knows that, but um, you know, just, you should know that as well. I, I thank you very much. And one of the greatest gifts I got today was one of my sketch students called me first thing in the morning. And I thought, oh, this is weird. It's not a scheduled day. And he called and he just said, hey, man, I just want to thank you because I wouldn't have honed in on my writing, my comedy skills and put myself on a, on a perfect path if it wasn't for you. And I was like, this is one of the greatest gifts I've ever gotten. You know? I'm trying to guess who from class. Yeah, mm. I'll tell you after. <laughs> but, I guess. Uh, I've been working with him for a couple of years. So it was really nice. It was really nice to hear. Very moving. So all, you just want to be able to walk out. Again, I learned from Sam you want to have made a good impact on the world as personally and professionally. And mm. that's all I'm striving for is to do that. So uh, where can we find you, Roxy? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Mr. Fantabulous. Uh, my Instagram is the best place to go at Jeffrey Crane Graham. And you can find me everywhere on every platform at Sean Whalen Actor. And always the same every week. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.